The gaming community is an enigma for many, and unfortunately, poorly understood communities are often painted in ways that are misrepresentative. Especially in our more pragmatic society, many think gamers are lazy and distracted and wasting time. However, as someone who enjoys playing games myself, I think that exposing the narratives of people in the gaming community will not only create a more open and understanding society, but also reveal the finesse in games that is often overlooked. There's so much wonder in how one can indulge and get lost in the creative worlds that are constructed in games. This episode is a special one for me. We talked to Shikin, who is also the most laid-back guest we've ever had on this show, about the pleasures that gaming offers her. For today's episode, we have Shikin Raza, um, who's actually my cousin. So, something interesting about family is that we all don't interact much with each other. Not, not sure if I'm very proud to say this, but it's true. Um, and we, we thought it would be interesting to get her on this show because um, she games a lot and she will tell us about that experience in this episode. And I'm interested to get to know her as a person since we haven't had a chance to talk. Um, but yeah, maybe we can let her introduce herself first. Okay, uh, my name is Shikin. I'm 21 years old, turning 22 this year. I work as an ex- assistant executive at Ministry of Social and Family Services for 9 hours, and I game for the remaining 24 hours. <laughs> that is adorable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gaming is really a big part of my life, so I'm really, uh, I'm really happy. To share a lot about it today. <laughs> We're excited to know about it. We haven't had a game on the show. Yeah. Or someone as young, maybe? Yeah, actually, <laughs> she's also our youngest guest. Yeah. And yeah. that's kind of scary thinking about it because we're not too old. Like, Shiba and I are 25 okay. this year. But we noticed when we were going through our guest um, list that most of our guests are 25, 25 and above. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, she is our youngest guest. Anything about 20 feels old to me already. Yeah, I feel like that's what a lot of people feel. Okay, so what I do at my job is I'm just an assistant executive, so all I do is to look at Excel sheets most of the time, prepare letters for clients because their financial assistance is approved, and pick up calls and listen to them ramble about their life story to me. Mm-hmm. Which is not a bad thing. Some of them are really nice. Majority of them are really nice as well. <laughs> <laughs> Before this, I used to study at Republic Polytechnic. Um, I studied human resource management and psychology. Yeah, that was. It's really helpful in life, actually. Mm-hmm. So far, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of them putting in good use for everything that I studied. And all I've been doing is just gaming. I've been gaming a lot. I've been... God. Almost. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, no. I'll tell more about my game stuff later. Sure. Uh, what else would you like to know about? Actually, I'm interested to know. So, um, you talk to a lot of clients at your work. Correct. Yes. Do you feel like you have a disposition that work, that is easy to get along with? Do you feel like 
your clients open up to you very easily? Uh, actually, yeah, they do. Good. <laughs> I, I, I feel like, okay, maybe I kind of want to brag about it a little bit. Please do. We like bragging clients, people. Like, uh, when they meet their offices, it's like meeting someone of a higher status. Yeah. You know, like that. Like, you have to be formal with them. Mm. But whenever I talk to my clients, not my clients, but like just the clients, they, I don't know how, but they just end up sharing everything to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Like, I think it's because I don't stop them, so they just keep on continuing as well. <laughs> okay. Because I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry for that. I understand. I understand where you're coming from. And then they just keep on going and going. But at the end of the day, they would tell me that, oh, you're a really nice person. I'm glad I can share this with you. Wow. And that, that's what keeps me going at work. Because mm-hmm. they're all like, you have a really bad day at work. Am I allowed to customers for sure. I'm not sure. You can ask the editor. Okay. Like a really shitty day at work because of everything, because of your coworkers maybe. And then like when just one compliment I feel like it's enough to like brighten up my whole day. Mm. Because I'm that simple. No, I think mm-hmm. everyone yeah. should get compliments every now and then just like we forget to do that for people sometimes mm-hmm. and life is difficult so be nice to everybody mm-hmm. <laughs> the both of you are looking very pretty today oh no <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm wearing my pajamas today <laughs> they don't know that <laughs> now they do <laughs> Through a feedback form, actually. Mm. Oh, that's <laughs> Usually, cute. Like you get calls on you, right? But then when they write uh, a short paragraph to you stating like how nice you've been yeah. and what you have done to like help them with their lives or something like that. Yeah, it was it was something along those lines. Mm. And it was given the feedback was directed to my assistant general manager and she saw it and she passed it to me and I was like Oh that's me. No way, this is fake. <laughs> this is written by one of you <laughs> but no it was by uh, generally by a client and I called the client back and I was like thanks oh that's nice <laughs> yeah, yeah. client is very nice so mm-hmm. sometimes you get happy moments sometimes you get bad moments mm-hmm. but that's just what life is mm-hmm. do you feel like you only notice this about yourself through your job or has it always been a part of you me because even when I'm chatting online with my gamer friends mm. through Discord, they would they it would be easy for me to just blend in. Okay. I would be really nervous at first. It's like oh god, they're not they're not gonna like me. They're not they're not gonna listen to me talk at all. They don't wanna listen to a girl. <laughs> but then I I join in and then immediately like, hey you're really cool. You should game with us often. I'm like I did it. That's <laughs> why, and this is a trend that keeps on going for me because I keep thinking that I'm gonna be terrible at talking to other people, but then once I start, it just I still get nervous in like the first few minutes, but then once the ball gets rolling, it's just really easy, and they just talk to me. I was like, wow, that's cool. Maybe you should trust yourself a little bit more then. <laughs> I think it's because I don't trust myself. It's okay. You're still young. A few years younger uh, than us. <laughs> it's only a few years. <laughs> it makes a big difference to be honest. <laughs> Would you say that you are 
that you enjoy talking to people and like having lots of conversations because to me it sounds like you're just nervous at the beginning but once it starts going you're like yes <laughs> yeah because it's really interesting to find out things about other people okay, I'm really I'm a really curious person super curious super nosy like when people start sharing about their life stories I want them to just keep on going it's mm. like please tell me more don't make me talk you talk, you talk more I will talk more later <laughs> you talk more tell me more <laughs> Today we're gonna do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us more. Talk more. Talk more. <laughs> yeah, try my best. Um, could you help us describe how you feel about where you are at now in life? Do you feel like you enjoy your job? Uh, whether I enjoy my job, like I said, yes, it's up and ups and downs. Mm-hmm. But I do genuinely enjoy it because I enjoy seeing the joy in other people. If that makes sense. Yeah. So. That makes me happy and that makes me happy at my job. But do I want to continue doing this job? No. Mm. <laughs> but I would like to like explore other jobs and um, get better pay. Oof. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I guess... Um, sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. You <laughs> um, but it sounds like you are picking up the things that you enjoy out of your current job. And then hopefully you will find similar elements in your next job. Yeah. Yeah, and and those things being that oh you enjoy serving others. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like that's the important thing for you in looking for what's next? Yeah, I think that makes sense because when I I'm looking at jobs that are kind of like how can I say this like are able to help people. Like mm-hmm. I'm looking currently like all my jobs, like all the bookmarks that I have are jobs that are like caseworkers, mm-hmm. social work, and it's just like ways that I can help people. Mm-hmm. Is I get satisfied when I'm able to help people and I was like, you good job. <laughs> so I'm just like, yes, I need yeah. something right in life. But the other thing is also like I guess there are different ways of helping people. It sounds like for you, you you like being on the ground with people, directly helping them, mm-hmm. because there are people who who are off ground or they they could create systems or apps that could help people, but not directly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Do you feel like you're in a hurry to be in a different place right now? No, honestly, mm-hmm. no. Because I feel like if you hurry and like you know just chase after things it would be bad for you in a sense because like you're chasing something that you don't know might be confirmed yet did I phrase that right (laughs) (laughs) you're not sure but you're like chasing an opportunity like people always say like chase those opportunities but like are those opportunities really right for you are you sure you want that Mm -hmm. it's like just stop and think about stuff for a little while just mm-hmm. just take it slow for me for me mm-hmm. I like to take things slow and just go with the flow mm-hmm. because I've chased things once and they ended up going really badly so I, that's why I've decided to just see where things take me mm. I think it's so interesting because we have talked to so many different people in this podcast and I feel like that is there are some people who are like you who are like taking things more slowly and they don't really see the point in like chasing after things because sometimes things don't work out 
But then there are also people who are like, hashtag no regrets. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, but I think both are valid. Of course, yeah. Living life, yeah. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I have friends who like chase their dreams and it works out for them and I feel like it's just the stars being lucky. Oh. <laughs> oh like, they're, they're a lucky star. Could be. Sometimes it is coincidence, luck. Yeah. Yeah. Like, luck is on their side. Like, you know, if they invested in stocks and then suddenly they they sold it at the right time. I don't know. I have friends who suddenly invested in stocks and I'm like, I still don't understand anything about it. (laughs) So I'm not going to touch it. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, What, uh, if you don't mind sharing, what were you trying to chase at that point of time? And also, Mm. what happened along the way that made you sort of change your approach to life? Okay, um, I wanted, I always wanted to be the cool kid. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be someone who people notice. Mm -hmm. So I did a lot of bad stuff per se. Okay. I may have stolen a little bit of money here and there from different places. Mm -hmm. Um, no, not shops or anything, please don't. (laughs) (laughs) Not shops, it was, it was, uh, some personal savings mm. uh, from my family that I stole mm-hmm. to buy toys, to buy Beyblades, oh. <laughs> <laughs> to go to internet cafes, mm. skipping classes, skipping CCAs, to go to do all that kind of stuff because um, a lot of my friends, they don't have anything after school mm. and they're like, yo, you, do you want to uh, come with us? To, like do this and I was like damn I really want to be a cool kid if I go with them I'm a cool kid so I'm just gonna like go for it and it, this is I feel like this is such a stupid dream to have to no. be a cool kid uh, but once I did all that I got punished really badly afterwards mm-hmm. and from then on it was I started at a really young age thinking about this but like if I were to do stupid things in life I would only be given stupid things back mm-hmm. like, ask stupid questions get stupid answers kind of thing mm-hmm. so that was when I was younger mm-hmm. when I was older uh, another mistake happened I was like I would want to be a dancer mm-hmm. yep gonna be a dancer I'm gonna sign up to myself and be the number one dancer I was like I am pretty average in secondary school uh, I'm sure I can like do better mm-hmm. when I'm in myself what I didn't realize was that a lot of other people have trained mm-hmm. since they were younger. Uh, they've dedicated their lives to dancing. They've get extra practice and stuff like that. So when I, f- uh, when I went to see the showcase at LaSalle, I feel like if I were to apply, I would just be like mocking them <laughs> kind of thing. Because it's just... I feel like I just wasn't dedicated enough to it. Mm. But I had like thoughts like this, like when I see something that I like, for example, music, I was like, oh shit, I wanna play the piano. So I'm gonna go to a music school and play the piano. And and I'm burning money that I probably need five years down the road, but mm-hmm. still. These are like choices that I just run into but then when I get there I just regret it immediately Mm. which is why I feel like now I should just take things a little slower 
think twice and see how it's gonna go. Like, if I really apply for it, what, what's gonna happen? If I apply for this school, what's gonna happen? If I buy that stuff, what's gonna happen? So, yeah, I just realized that well, I feel like what I do may have an impact on other people as well, and myself, which is why I just decided to go with the flow mm. and think twice about things. I, I feel like it's really important that you brought that up actually because obviously it's good to go for your dreams and it know what you want to achieve and all that but there are also a lot of considerations that some people don't have the sorry there are a lot of like I don't say considerations there are a lot of things that some people don't have the privilege to not think of does that make sense? I feel yes, like I'm but it's convoluted. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so like you're saying like money and yeah. all that. It's it's something that a lot of people have to think about before they can just run headfirst yeah. into something. So yeah, I think it's really important that you brought that up because it's not for everybody. Yeah, yeah people, mm. people want to, for example, if they see that they want to be a dancer, right? And they want to apply, for example, LaSalle. The money to get into that school, the money that you need is a lot. Mm. Is it government subsidized? I'm not sure. I think it should be, but I'm not sure either. Probably, but I think it'll still be more It's still be a little expensive. So when I told, I remember telling my mom that I wanted to go to LaSalle and the face she gave me, she was like, are you serious? Mm. Like, if you want to go, we can try like doing it for you. So that is also when I considered like, Am I, like, does my family have enough to, like, allow me to go to the cell? What if I just go somewhere else and do dancing as a hobby? Like, it'd still be fine. Like, I don't need to do this as my life. So, uh, for me, I considered money a thing because you're not really that rich. (laughs) Do you feel like you really regret making those decisions because I feel like I'm sure those things have helped you learn things about yourself along the way. Do you feel like you've already processed that experience to make it like useful for you or do you still feel a lot of sense, uh, a lot of regret? Uh, I don't really feel the sense for it because dancing was really just a hobby for me mm-hmm. that I thought that I could be something else. Mm-hmm. So also, it was when I graduated from primary six. So I wanted to choose a secondary school. Mm-hmm. And I told myself that this all might, might be a good option. But yeah, dancing was really just hoping. Um, my mom asked me, like, do you want to go into a good school? And I was like, yeah, I want to go into a really good school. Like, Fuhua, Huayi, these are all, like, top schools. And you need, like, 200 plus points in order to get it and I and I was only on 197 mm. which is still good by the way <laughs> 197 so good and I, I sat down and I had a lot of those top schools as my first options mm. I was like but I can't get in do you think they let me in do you think they just let me slide in is that is that, is that a thing mm-hmm. but then I thought about it like at the end of the day if I enter into any school that has ex- that express, any express classes, I'm still gonna get uh, O-level set mm-hmm. at the end of it. So like, why bother going into a good school when you can get the same result at the end? Mm-hmm. 
So I just entered into Hong Kong Secondary School, which was known to be uh, Alliance, Abings, Mina, Minas, Mina Rips, all that. <laughs> and that was honestly one of the best times of my life. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it was on my own decision, and the school was really near as well. <laughs> so I didn't have to wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. I could just walk down the street and yay, that's my school. <laughs> and there were a lot of good people over there as well. And good teachers. Very good teachers. Mm-hmm. Which got to where I am right now. I hope they're proud of me. Uh, I'm sure they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's also so subjective. Like, what is a good school? Yeah. yeah. Uh, if I feel like if they're recognized, they're good schools. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but it's quite ridiculous. Huh? Mm. Yeah. Like, when I thought about it, like, yeah, you're getting an O-level at the end of the day. It's like, yep. yeah, there's no point going to good school. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you consider yourself as a confident person? Oh, um, <laughs> it's a tough question. 60-40. Depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. 60 is confident? Yes, 60 is com- yeah. confident. I think it's because Republic Polytechnic has drilled the confidence in me mm-hmm. because every day in your life at RP you would have to do presentations in front of other people mm. so that really made me like, like confident in front of other people but there are still times when I stand on the stage trying to talk to people I just like I can't do this mm-hmm. no no more no more talking I'm just gonna shut up and go into my hole never again <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, yeah, because um, initi- oh, my, my knee just cracked. Initially, when we had the first meeting with you, we, we really thought that you were really, really confident. Um, and yeah, then. It was because I was on the other side of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> and we, wanted to, we, we thought that it was because you. you it, it seems as though you have made a lot of decisions for yourself ever since you were young, you know, like deciding that, oh, you know, I, I want a game, oh, I want to mm-hmm. dance. Then you just went for it. Mm-hmm. So it sounded to us that, whoa, you know, you really took your own life in your hands, which is not very common for young children, especially because they, like, we tend to, of course, listen to our parents and all. Yeah. Do you feel like you deciding to do all of those things for yourself help you build your confidence as well? Um, I think so. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know when I thought about this but I just had a thought one day that this is my life Mm -hmm. so I need to make these decisions for myself and I'm also sorry mom I'm a little sick of my mom like like asking me to do some stuff like she did she did recommend me Mm -hmm. some choices about schools and stuff like that and I almost followed her decisions but then I just like swerved a little (laughs) Uh, so yeah, that, that's when I just like, yeah, I need to do things my own way and mm-hmm. take, take things slow. Like, no matter what she says, I'll still listen to it, but I'm still gonna like, just follow, follow what your heart says. I really trust my gut because it's 99.9% right most of the time. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I can't heal my gut at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'm still struggling with that right now. I don't feel like I'm so confident in just making decisions 
for myself. Mm. You know, I feel like I always consider like a thousand billion other options before I decide on something. Mm. What, what about you, Shiva? Um, I would say it has become a bit harder now for me. Mm-hmm. When I was in JC Uni, I, I was like, yeah, I want to do this, so I'm just going to go ahead and do this, you know. Um, like, I went for that Paris summer school. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I, I kind of was like, oh, I just got this email. Okay, I'm going to apply for it. <laughs> and then they were like, okay, you're accepted. I was like, okay, I guess I'm off to Paris. <laughs> Can you really go to Paris? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, but now I'm like, oh, I've got so many things to consider, you know, and I'm like thinking twice about everything, which I don't think it's, I think it's a good thing, but too much of it isn't good. Mm. It can really hinder you. Everything in moderation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it depends on context, I guess. Some mm. decisions are, you know, better if you follow your gut, and some decisions are better if you consider things. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, we really want to get into your... Comfort zone, <laughs> a gaming experience. Yes. Um, no more sadness, only other sadness. <laughs> you consider all those things sad? Oh my god, this podcast is depressing. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe you can help us describe a little bit about like what gaming is like for you. <laughs> I like how excited you were yeah. here. <laughs> okay, um, I started gaming when I started skipping school. <laughs> So when I went to internet cafes, I started playing this game called Blackshot. It's a first-person shooter game. It was really popular among the kids in Singapore back then. People had like different groups, different clans. And once I saw my brother, he was he was the bad influence that started this one. Once I saw my brother play it on a laptop, once I was like, I want to play that. And then when I found out that this internet cafe, for like $2 an hour, you could play any kind of games that you want that they allow on the $2 screen. per hour. $2 per hour back then. Back then. Back then. So I saved all my lunch money for that. Um, <laughs> so when I went to the internet cafe once and I saw like games like Blackshot, Audition, which is a music game. Uh, these were the only two that I know. Oh yeah, Maple Story, Maple Story, sorry. Tales Runner, games like this. I was like, wow, that's a lot of games. I can't wait to try them all. I spent $10 that day, so that was like five dollars oh, wow. So when it got to me, I was like, oh my god, that is so fun. I started clip- skipping classes more. I started skipping CCAs more. So that is how I got into the world of gaming at a very young age. And then it just, it just hasn't stopped. Every year, I found a new toy to play, a new game to play, and every year, I just get addicted to it. Currently I am playing this game called Destiny 2. It's also it's a looter shooter game which means sorry I'm clapping my hands a lot. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing In my head I'm just like mm, Shiva you have to fix that. <laughs> <laughs> no don't worry about it. No, it's okay. Where was I? Um Destiny 2 it's a looter shooter game where you shoot and you get the loot, basically, in simple terms. And I have been playing that for over close to a thousand hours already. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my newest addiction mm. so far. Any curious questions? Yeah. yeah, actually, one thing that I was wondering is, um, what? how do you classify games as esports? I'm quite confused by that. Okay, oh, this is very interesting. Okay. 
Oh my god, I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone. Oh, she's there. gearing up right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I get asked these questions many, many times actually. About, it's like, why is esports a sport? Like, that doesn't make sense. You're just sitting in front of the computer playing games, right? It is. No. No. It's no. not true. No, no. Okay, for example, if you are gearing up for a competition uh, at a normal sport, maybe let's say football. What do you have to do to make sure that you win? Practice, train. Practice, train, play with your friends, yeah. kind of thing, right? It's the same thing for gaming. If you have a tournament, you can't just go in blind. You can't just go in not knowing what keys to press. <laughs> like, come on. You have to practice. For example, uh, let's see. Okay, there's this game called Overwatch. There's a lot of maps, there's a lot of characters that you can play, there's a lot of lanes, there's a lot of game modes as well. So if you if you go in blind, let's say I just put someone, let's say I put you... Yeah, put me, because <laughs> I, I don't do well in games. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to put you in, and sure. I'm just going to ask you to go up against another player who mm. has played the game for over 20 hours, mm. against someone who has like zero hours in it. Mm -hmm. You would do horribly. I would. <laughs> Even if I had 20 hours, I would do horribly. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same for sports. If you ask someone who has never kicked the ball before to go up against a player who has kicked the ball a thousand times, you would probably break a leg. Literally. Mm -hmm. mm. So when I say uh, why esports is considered a sport, because you put in your dedication, you put in a lot of hours, uh, and like football, there's a lot of story behind the game. Mm -hmm. So in esports, they also have stories behind mm -hmm. every game, which is why, okay, um, I stayed up. No, I spent. I remember spending like six hours on a single character in Overwatch, practicing how she works, practicing how she moves, and all that stuff. And it really takes a takes a toll on you, which is why I I consider it a sports. Is mm. it time, dedication, everything? Interesting. Sports. What about gaming? Did, um, other than I guess talking to people, do you enjoy? Because I feel like I don't know. Maybe I get lazy, so I I try to get into a game, and then I just don't know how to, how the buttons work. Right? I just like ah, never mind. <laughs> Not yeah, I'm not gonna do so it. What was the question again? Uh, what about gaming do you enjoy? Oh man, there's a lot. It's really a lot. So this game that I'm currently addicted to, Destiny 2, it has story, mm. it has lore, it has a lot of guns that are just really nice to use and the satisfaction that I get when I get like the awards at the end of everything feels like great. And there's also like difficult rates. Rates meaning like, uh, how do I explain rates? Um, they're like huge, big levels of bosses, enemies that you have to kill, puzzles mm -hmm. you have to solve. Mm. Amazing music. Mm, that's true, that's true. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And you have to work in, in Destiny 2's raids, you have to work in a group of six in order to get through everything, so there has to be communication, which means I enjoy talking shit with my friends. <laughs> uh, 
and sometimes we screw up, sometimes we do really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's the enjoyment of it. Uh, my friend has spent six hours in a raid on the first day when the raid came out. It just introduced, nobody knows what to do. And the raid came out at 2 or 3 a.m. my time. Okay. So, I couldn't sleep. I waited for the raid. I was so excited. I was like, ah! Wow. I, was so <laughs> I, I actually told myself, okay, we're going to sleep. We're going to get some rest before we do the raid. Mentally prepare yourself for what's going to come at you. But no, I just couldn't sleep. I was too excited. So, from 2 a.m. or 3 a.m., we spent about six to seven hours until the sun rose. <laughs> so it was like, oh my god. So that was also fun. Hmm. There used to be a team uh, in a previous raid that spent over 19 hours awake. Oh my god. <laughs> wow, that's dedication. That is dedication. So, yeah, that's what I really find. It's like, wow. It's only 19 hours for the raid. I think some streamers or players, they they play more than 24 hours. How? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I could if I oh wanted. I really could. Because of what's in front of my screen. It's just like, wow, it's so interesting. I can do this for over like 24 hours. Yeah, it's really possible. I spent over wow. 10 hours doing the same thing over and over again, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And can I know more about like these events like these e-sport events because it's like big events right yeah that a lot of people join in mm-hmm. online i don't know like do they have physical events also oh uh, they do okay hold on checks notes <laughs> <laughs> It's really easy, we just set up a lobby, for example, um, I can't tell this about Destiny because Destiny has no events that I could do. Um, okay, Overwatch, this is a shooter game. So Overwatch, if you do it online, it's six players against six players. And it's easy to do online because you know, it's online. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just set up tournaments. How to make and to make it more interesting we would usually have a prize pool at the end for example first team gets because we're so poor and the first team maybe gets fifty dollars <laughs> maybe not maybe hundred dollars <laughs> <laughs> just make it a little bit better and could I, sorry, could I just ask this money is it like everybody contributes a bit a bit and it's that sort of thing uh, if I'm doing it by myself I'll probably just use my own money, but oh, okay. if there's a group of us that like really interested into making an event, we would chip in a little. Mm. But when there are big events like this, this what is, is that? It is the Overwatch League Grand Finals. Grand Finals. Wow. That's like an entire stadium. This is an entire stadium. People just sitting down playing, is it? What are the, they doing there? These are all the audiences. Oh, the the players are like. Oh, I see. Wow, everyone's just watching you play. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah everyone is just watching you play. <laughs> That's so scary at the same time. Yeah, it really puts a pressure on you. Um, so online events, 
are just online. They're really simple. You just set up a lobby, you just set up a Discord call between two teams, and then you can have a caster to like cast the games, and you can have a producer to like spectate the games. Mm. And then you stream that game on Twitch so that other people can watch it. Mm-hmm. So that's how online esports even works. works. However, for offline, they would have to book a venue, they would have to have more stuff. So for me, it's easier to do it online, but it's more fun to do it offline because you get to like enjoy with everybody. Mm. Yeah, I've attended just one. It was in Singapore, actually. Mm. I actually had no idea what the game was about. But my friend just dragged me along because he needed company. So I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Why not? And you can hear the crowd cheering. Oh, that must be fun. Yeah. And like chanting and all that stuff. Uh, so it's just, it brings out the... Mm. It's just like football games, you know, when they mm. just cheer over and over again. It's the same thing. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That is cool. Shiva, you play some games, right? Yeah, not like this. Not like this? Not professionally. <laughs> Would you be interested in joining these events? Oh, uh, maybe as a spectator. <laughs> Just to watch. It's also really fun. Yeah. I don't think I have the skill sets um, to, to like professionally play these games. Also, like the hours uh, that you put in to train for all this. It's like you said, it's actual sports. It's actual training time out of your day. Yeah. 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 It's a lot of work. Yeah, it I've is a lot of work. I've wanted to uh, make an event mm. in Singapore, but I always don't have the time or the luxury to do it. So all I've planned is just like, you know, grab a few friends, chunk them in the internet cafe, and just like, just go up against each other. Uh, <laughs> a mini event. Yep. Okay. I, mean, I was like starting small and get my reach out there. Yeah. <laughs> So I've only just been doing really, really small events. Mm. I've also helped my friend out um, in Australia. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As a broadcast manager. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is for the online events. He has a small amateur Overwatch League, it's called. And I, as the broadcast manager, I just help get the producers to cast certain games and as the broadcast manager I would have to look at each and every single game to see which one has like the best rivalry or the best story so I have to like really take notes on which one will be interesting for people to watch Mm. so a lot of my hours go into that and yeah I remember (laughs) this is so like dumb because I was also a player Mm. on one of the teams and I told like my friend Owen, who was in charge of the whole thing, I told Owen, like, do you mind putting our game on Twitch mm-hmm. so that people can watch us? Because I think it will be a very good game. There's a lot of history of how my team was really, really bad at first. We lost a lot of games. Mm-hmm. And then there's this team who like beats everybody. Super, wow, amazing. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I, I just got really confident. Because my team has spent a lot of hours practicing and I think we really got it down. And so I, I begged my friend, I was like, please, just put our thing on Twitch, let everybody see. 
And man, it was a success. Woo! I was so happy. Not only because I won. Uh, it was like a back-to-back. We won, we won a match, we lost a match, we won a match. And in the end, like, everything built up to the final moment. We won by a small margin. Wow. So like, the casta was also like really hyped and all that. I remember crying my eyes out after <laughs> we won. I was like, oh my god, we won. Holy shit. Like, we didn't get anything out of it. But it was just a... So yeah. exhilarating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I feel like my, my like I'm pumped up right now. Yeah, the way, the way like, yeah. you said that story. Also. Yeah, yeah. Like the like, are they gonna win? Or yeah, what? I I was so in love with it that uh there was a there was a YouTube video on it. Hmm. Yeah, and I saved it, and I I every time people ask me about it, I was like, yeah, I know what happened on the seventh minute. This happened and that happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wouldn't shut up about it. It was also like the finals. And we won. Mm. Against a team that has never lost. I was losing it, man. Are you showing us your, your YouTube video uh, right now? Uh, yeah. <laughs> later, later. Okay, I'll sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm just getting really excited. <laughs> what yeah. do you feel like um, the common, pers- common impressions are of gamers? I feel like a lot of people don't, no, not, I'm not saying a lot of people, but I feel like adults view it wrongly. I want to say a lot of people, <laughs> adults. Mm-hmm. When they hear that their child is plays a lot of games, they would think that they're addicted. Mm-hmm. They, and it's like really bad for them or something, but they're not addicted. They're just doing it as a hobby. And I feel like a lot of children, when they tell their parents, like, oh, it's just a hobby, I really enjoy doing this, but the parents don't see it that way, because they think it's just, you're just, I don't know, spoiling your eyes or something, and mm-hmm. you're learning bad things from the games. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's what I feel like the parents are doing, because my parents are also thinking the same thing. Every time I spend about five hours in front of the computer, they're like, stop it, can you do something better of your life? I'm just relaxing. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's the misconception. Mm-hmm. When I when people say they're uh, addicted, when, no, when parents say they're addicted to gaming, I feel like they just think it's going to ruin their child's life or something. But no, don't. I mean, let me just tell you, it won't. It won't. Your child just wants some free time and he they probably enjoy gaming mm-hmm. they just just don't want to do anything else mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if there's also um, like these misconceptions come about because previously I remember there was a period of time where people were like oh you know if your child plays a lot of games like all these shooting games and whatnot they're gonna become a shooter or something yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard a lot of that as well yeah like, which obviously is not true it's not true listen your child might be a great shooter in game but they won't be a great shooter in real life they're going to get shot first oh <laughs> oh god sorry was that too rated <laughs> that's kind of funny yeah um are all the games that you play usually involving other people no, I was about to say yes, but no. <laughs> um, there's some games that I would like to play alone, like Stardew Valley. 
it's a very calming farming game where all I do is sit in one spot and fish and build carrots. Not build carrots. <laughs> Real carrots. <laughs> farm. farm. Um, and sometimes Minecraft where I just chop blocks mm. and build trees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really some dumb games that I can play on my own that is just calming. Mm. Yeah. And then, do you, did you, since young, um, open up yourself to meeting other people online? Or was it only when you were a little bit older? Um, no, I've always, I've always talked to people online. Hmm. Ever since when I was young, right, I, have, I have this like game on my laptop called IMVU. It's like a role-playing game where you create a like, really cute character and you meet with other people. So that's when I started interacting with other people. I don't know, I've always find them like, it's as if like they're in Tampanese or something like that. <laughs> they're just far, but they're not that far. Mm-hmm. And I always uh, manage to find new things about where people live, mm-hmm. or what they do, mm-hmm. and how good they are at the game and how they can like, you know, just carry me through stuff. Mm-hmm. Carry me as in like, I just sit back and do nothing and they do everything. <laughs> because they're not good at the game. Right. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I, I've actually met my... Not really met. Can you do that? I met my boyfriend online. Don't tell, don't tell anybody that. Nobody's supposed to know that? Uh, no, not my parents. <laughs> Where do they think you met him? And they actually know that I have a boyfriend from Australia. It's just they don't know how it all happened. Mm. But I met, uh, I I know them for over two years, no, three years now. And we only started dating, e-dating last year. Oh, so he's in Australia right now. He's in Australia right now. Interesting. I was was planning to visit him this year, not this year, last year. But the years, the COVID got really, (laughs) I screwed up. Yeah. But then, of course, COVID happened, so I couldn't meet him. So we're just like, nah, still. We haven't met each other yet. Mm. Um, I think we also really are interested in the community around gaming. You know, mm. how do you integrate yourself into groups? Um, like, you were mentioning just now that people... Um, there's an impression that gamers don't really want to talk to females. Is that true? Uh, that is true. I think that, I don't know. I will get to this in a while, but there's like two sides from the community that's like, no, it's time. <laughs> like a good side and a bad side. Um, the good side is that everyone is really close. The esports community is really small. Mm. Like, small in a sense that it's not as big as other things, mm. of course. <laughs> uh, but like, it's really small that a lot of people know each other. If you know this one person, that person knows the other from different games. So that's the good part about it. And oh, yeah, like if you have a match at 3 a.m., everyone would stay up watching it <laughs> from different time zones and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool how you can get people from all the way from US to be friends with you as well. So that's like 
the good thing that you can get out of this community however like the bad side wow I can go on forever about the bad side actually <laughs> <laughs> the ones that you know disturb you the most affect yeah. you the most a lot of guys don't really like talking to girls it's because I feel like it comes from this god complex attitude mm-hmm. they have this mindset that girls or women are not good at video games like they would just be bad in their games mm-hmm. so they would prefer to not play with them mm-hmm. and that mindset has been going around for years every time they meet a girl online they'll be like yeah can you just go back to the kitchen and say shit they oh, won't say that there's a lot of people that say that online which is really terrible and when guys some of my uh, the experiences not really experiences but the experiences that I've heard um, when guys get really good at a game like I said they get this like god complex attitude they would use it to prey on other people mm-hmm. we had this there's this one ongoing case right now where this player was really really good at the game he might have this like, charges of sexual assault on his previous girlfriend mm. and this is not just a case there's a lot of guys who are really good at games end up doing this to like their fans especially women who look up to them they're like I'm such a fan and then they sweet talk mm. their fans into being closer with them and when they do they just use their god complex attitude on them mm-hmm. and they become victims and it's every single time I get reminded of just another punch I was like stop you're not that good at the game stop it stop it I see yeah it's like it's terrible when we we're still going through it every time but now I feel like uh, women in esports are becoming more vocal about it and it always like uh, it always makes me happy when a group of women end up beating a group of guys and I was like you suck you <laughs> <laughs> see you can do things other than yeah. just doing normal women stuff mm-hmm. how do you I don't know mm, deal with this like you know Obviously, you know that these things are happening. Mm-hmm. But how do you stay... Like, how do you trust the people around you still? Hmm. The people I I tend to choose. So, like, I make sure that the people I'm playing with are, like, really nice. And if they're not, I just, like, I'm not going to play with you anymore. I'm just going to block you. It's because there's no winning. It's really no yeah. winning this game. Um, and unfortunately, like, all we have to do is for us right now it's like we get better at the game and just be better than them as mm-hmm. a person and a player <laughs> to lead by example thank you so much for joining us on this episode of an open invitation we know that life can feel very lonely and we hope that through these conversations you will be able to find some comfort in knowing that many others feel the same way. Join us next week as we delve into the thoughts of someone new. You can find us on AOIPodSG on Instagram or Twitter. That is AOIPODSG. 
We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts.